0: Welcome to the Celtic Way Podcast, where we look to bring a fresh vision of spiritual life by nurturing a vibrant, evolving, and sustainable life with God in nature. Celtic spirituality is an ancient tradition of seeing God in everyone and in everything. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the Celtic Way Podcast. Christmas is right around the corner, so we are going to spend this episode... Just talking about Christmas and Christmas in a Celtic form, of course, but just celebrating this wonderful holiday and all that it brings with it, even though this year is going to be very unique like pretty much everything in 2020, don't you think? I do, yeah, for sure. So for me, I have a small family. They're not as young as they once were, but it's myself, my wife Susie, and I've got two teenage daughters. And for us, usually Christmas is, you know, the big to-do, the visit as many people as we can, go caroling. We often go sing in elderly homes for people there and just do the most that we possibly can because we love gathering, we love family, we often will open gifts at our house and then go to one of our family's house, one of either my parents' or my wife's parents. And so I think the unique thing for us this year is just rethinking that large gathering that we won't be able to have this year. And I guess we're going to have to rethink some of our Christmas traditions because so many of those involve so many other people and it's a little bit sad this year because my oldest daughter is a senior in high school so not that she won't be around for Christmas in the future but this is the last Christmas that we have you know all under the same roof together so it's a little bit disappointing that it's going to be different I guess but I think we'll just you know make the most of it and enjoy the serenity that it's sure to bring this year. How about you, Terry? How's your Christmas going to be this year?
1: It's going to be very different. For my family this year, my daughters will be home from college and we'll be spending it together and we're going to be traveling. We've had COVID, so we're lucky that we don't have to worry about that whole issue. But it's a very different Christmas for us. Much like your Christmases, Matt, we would gather and visit and open presents and just have a big family gathering but this is our second christmas since the passing of my husband and my mom she was the matriarch of our family and we always had big christmas gatherings so we're creating new traditions we're living in a time where there's a lot of upheaval and then in our family we have a lot of upheaval and trying to find joy in the season last christmas was incredibly difficult so this christmas we're branching out and embracing the loss in a way that helps us to recreate who we are and to feel those that have passed through the veil with us to allow Mm -hmm. their spirits to be with us with our families and i don't know how to say this push away the sadness and engulf the joy and the memories and the happy times because that's really what happens when the people that we love pass over to the other side they're with us always in spirit and so this Christmas, we're going to embrace that and spend it with my husband's family and nieces and nephews that haven't seen us in a while since the funeral. So it'll be the first time we're all going to be together in a joyous time. And I'm sure we'll have some tears, but at the same time, I know that we'll feel them with us in spirit. And that's the whole essence of Celtic spirituality, that those saints that are in our lives Mm -hmm. and those that have passed, they can celebrate with us. And so I want to model that to my daughters and model that for every season because the holiday is a time to rejoice, to rejoice in the memories Mm -hmm. and family and... So while it's going to be difficult, I'm going to put on a strong face and and we're going to travel and we're going to see family and create new traditions. It's going to be different going to someone else's home, but I'm excited about it. And my daughters are young adults, you know, like you said, Matt, when they get to the point where they're off at college, you know, and maybe they come home for the holiday, but they're not here the whole time. And it's interesting, you know, when you go from their childhood to their young adults, you know, to their teenage years and, and then moving on to when they've flown the coop, which kind of brings us to your experience this year. Scott, what are you going to be doing for the holidays?
2: Well, like everybody else, we're reconfiguring traditions, right? So first of all, my wife and I, we're grandparents. We have 18 grandchildren. We have four daughters. We have two great-grandchildren. And we used to have a tribal (laughs) gathering at our small place, and it was overcrowded, which was part of the fun. We used to do bake day uh, about 10 days before Christmas, Well, bake day is still going to happen because our oldest daughter, and our oldest granddaughter and the two of us are in this pod. So the girls are going to get together at our oldest daughter's house. They're going to bake a bunch of cookies. And the other older grandkids and our other daughters are baking at their house. And then we're going to have a cookie exchange day where everybody's (laughs) driving around dropping off cookies to each other. So that part is reconfigured, but kind of the same. And this year, we really are going to be divided like into four households each daughter And their kids are going to be in the daughter's household. And we, Chris and I, are going to go over to our daughter Kristen's house. And we're going to be there a chunk of Christmas Day. Our daughter Kristen, as the two of you know, is fighting terminal lung cancer. So there is some anticipation and some sadness built into this festival. But Kristen said to me, I don't know if this is my last Christmas or not but it's going to be one of my best. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. That's the spirit we're going to put on and we'll walk into that. I'm just looking forward to being together. And even though it's different this year,
0: everything is different this year. It's different because we're used to an American version of Christmas that involves all the things that we already talked about. But when you look at it through a lens of Celtic spirituality, I mean, that's a great place for us to look to maybe get some perspective on how we can have a different approach to Christmas this year.
2: It sure is. It really is. In the Celtic tradition and the Eastern Christian tradition, this is the day. Christmas is the big day. Only in the West do you get this Protestant influence where Easter is the day. But in Roman Catholic countries and Orthodox countries, no, no, no. Christmas, the day of the incarnation, and for Celtic people, that is, that's the big day. It is the great unveiling that God has become one of us. And that's a pause, that's to like to take a deep breath. It is the hope that now we can see very clearly that redemption is found in creation because when God joined himself to us, When God joined himself to us, then he became a partner in our life. He blessed what it means to be human. It's such a neat thing just to experience Christianity in that way. And what I like about it is that now we've been accepted and from our birth, like the Savior's birth, now it's all a process of just moving forward and living out our humanity fully, in a blessed way, following Christ, right, in our human footsteps. All the weakness and the hunger and the isolation and the loneliness, the rejection, the pain, as well as the laughter. The wine and the bounty of food and his compassion, that's the invitation of Christmas, to really walk in that and find an entire pattern of life. And the church, off again, on again, where the spirit and the spiritual things, these are the good things we should strive for. And the fleshly things and things that are material, those were the lesser things. The incarnation comes and says, no, 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 you can't divide this. It's all the same thing. And God has blessed the material world by his presence in Jesus. And then that we believe and we experience God's being his life-giving force in every plant, every animal, everything around us. We are never alone.
1: And it's the season of giving. It's the season of sharing. The season of of reaching out to the stranger it's the season of joy in being a part of a fellow man and outside of our own little spheres of life outside of our own little families outside of our own little social networks that we open our eyes and we look around and we see those in need around us and we see where we can bring joy into people's lives <laughs> along the way and we all have stories about mm-hmm. how at, at this particular time now every day we want to walk in the shoes of Jesus and we want to look around and we want to help people but this time of year particularly i personally stock my car up with things and I have stories around that but I'm looking forward Mm. to hearing your stories about what we do and what others can do during this season in these next few weeks that we that we look outside of our busy lives we're running our errands we're buying our gifts we're sending our cards we're figuring out what we're going to do in our Mm. in our own little world Scott I would really love it if you would share your story
2: Well, a pastor on Christmas Eve, Catholic Church, big mass, you know. And then there was a guy kind of waiting around. I didn't know him, and everybody had to leave. And he approached me and he said to me that he and his wife, his pregnant wife, I'm going to get all choked up. And it's snowing outside. And of course, the perfect time to ask a pastor right you know and there's part of me having been a pastor for years I thought is this guy playing me what's going on so I tell him okay I know where there's a motel I call there's a room you can have a room there and so I get him a room for three nights right instead I couldn't do just one night get a room for three nights now I'm not begrudging this I'm just a little wary of it And she's sitting in the car all the time. And so he and I go in, we're filling out the stuff and I'm giving them my credit card. And he's telling me that his wife is like eight months, eight and a half months pregnant. And his name is Joseph. And I said that I haven't met your wife. I at least want to go over and say hi to her. What's her name? He's like, Maria. And I go, okay. So I'm walking out of the motel. I'm walking up to their car and she rolls down the window. And finally... (laughs) It hits me, Joseph and Maria, and she's pregnant and it's Christmas Eve. And so we have this wonderful conversation and I want to make sure they have food for tonight and tomorrow, Christmas. and then we take care of all that. And I'm driving home and part of me is just so blessed to be in that place. And part of me just feels like a schmuck, you know, because I didn't realize what was going on. And it's way beyond their names. I didn't realize to my depth that here are people who bear Christ just like I do. And I was suspicious of them and weary. And it, what if I would have said, no, you guys are scam artists, I'm not going to help you. I would have missed out on that whole thing. So driving home, the snow's coming down in my car. I feel like in that moment, sitting in my Saturn view, Like, this is the best Christmas I'll ever have in my life. That I've had my eyes opened to the Incarnation again. It was precious, I want to tell you.
0: That's such a spectacular story. I guess I'm just a selfish American because every time I've thought about the incarnation, I think about what Jesus did for me. But probably a better way to consider the incarnation is not only to realize that, but then realize that in turn, we should be present for others. So God is present with us so that we can emulate that and be present for others, like your story of Joseph and Maria.
2: Oh, I've been around people that have been very creative about helping others in ways that they need it. Terry, do you remember this clothing drive we used to have for like four weeks in a row? (laughs) And we called it Undie. Sunday. (laughs) Because we work with a lot of organizations, right, that give clothes to homeless people. What do they need to stay warm, well, and safe and not catch pneumonia? They need clean underwear and clean socks.
1: Since we moved outside of a traditional church setting, for me, last year, I had lots of things that were still in packages, you know, that my husband had never used that I had bought for holidays. And I bagged these things up. And, you know, as I was pulling up to these corners where there were these homeless people. I was giving them bags with undies and, and socks and they were new. And then I wrapped them in a little bow. And it's interesting how that tradition has stayed with me. Today, I have a bag full of socks in my car and I'll toss them out to somebody that's mm-hmm. on a street corner. It's funny how those traditions, they stay with you. I feel like the stories that we could, we could share, we could just go on because there's so many things that we do this time of year.
0: So for seven years, I was a prison chaplain and every christmas when i got there they would rotate the chaplains because there was 3 of us of who would have to come on christmas and after about the second year i just started volunteering to come on christmas day and i'd bring my wife in and we would do music and we would have this wonderful christmas celebration and the men at this prison were so ecstatic that it was christmas and they had such a special community together and they had no presents they had no special meal they had nothing to make it any different than any other day to them from an outside looking in everything was exactly the same as it was the day before and the day after yet for them christmas was so special not because of what was different but because they just had the time to focus On what truly mattered in their life. And I always looked forward to going into those big prison doors and hearing them lock behind me with my guitar in hand, going to what became one of my favorite Christmas traditions, which was my Christmas Eve service with all these men who were incarcerated. And it was more powerful, more meaningful, more special than any Christmas. Service that I've ever been a part of before then and even still to this day because there's something special when everything else is stripped away because you only have Jesus to focus on. And in so many ways, isn't that true of our stories today that so much has been stripped away from us this year? So for Christmas, all we have is all that matters, which is what you talked about, Scott, which is Jesus incarnate, God with us, truly all that matters is all we have this year so let's take the time to appreciate that as opposed to lamenting what we don't have columbanus who is an ancient celtic saint said
2: that if you want to get to know god get to know the people he created and find god in them And that's what I think of when I hear your story. What makes it special? It's the whole incarnation, the recognition scene, not just of the baby in the manger, but the baby and everybody else. Since this is
1: our Christmas podcast, I would really love it if we could do a Christmas blessing together by John O'Donohue. May the angels in their beauty bless you. May they turn towards you streams of blessing.
0: May the angel of healing turn your wounds into sources of refreshment. May the angel of compassion open your eyes to the unseen suffering around you.
2: May the angel of justice disturb you to take the side of the poor and the wronged. May the angel of encouragement confirm you in worth and self-respect that you may live with the dignity that resides in your soul.
3: Son. sunshine
0: as always support the podcast by subscribing to it giving it a five-star rating and writing a review visit our website at celticway.org and subscribe to our updates while you're there please consider becoming a sustainable donor so that the message of celtic way can continue to influence the world today Also like us on Facebook at Celtic Way.